How did you get it that time? Yeah, I'm started. You're good. All right. How you doing, man? Doing good. Have not found the watch yet. Uh, really? Okay. Yeah. So, so last time. Okay. So what happened last time is you lost the watch. She, you, you, you gave it to her to, to try on, and she walked away. You never found it again. And then last we heard, you uh, were putting her to bed. Yeah. And she, she, ba- she did you a bamboozle. Yeah. She did you a bamboozle, and she had like a uh, Blues Clues Door of the Explorer. One of those, yeah. She's- One of those. I, this is a. Uh, I'm old. I said Blues Clues. Um, Blues Clues is it's made by the same. Uh, the same woman that makes uh, Daniel Tiger, I believe. In really? Super I y. didn't know that. Yeah. Good stuff. I didn't know that at all. That's pretty cool. Okay. Blue, uh, update. She, uh, so, so, yeah. So, what's going on now? Yeah. She she came in the other day. Uh, I guess it was yesterday morning. Um, getting ready for work. She, uh, I don't know. She's like two foot tall. She's standing on top of the bed holding a backpack. And she says, Daddy's watch. And starts going through it and says, No, Daddy's watch. So, I, I've been going around the house, like, opening up little backpacks because they're everywhere. Now we, I don't know, purses, backpacks, boxes, like these kids have stuff everywhere and I'm opening up all of these things in front of her looking for the watch. And now she's repeating it back. So I have that to, uh, yeah, she's straight up trolling you. I think that's the funniest oh, part. She is. She's straight up trolling you. Like <laughs> what, what, what is possessing her to say daddy's watch, but then just be like, got him. No kidding. Every t- <laughs> she, she like she she was looking at her sister and winking. We we got him. Oh we got my him. gosh. Got him. Yep. Oh man, that's that's sad to hear. I I feel for you. Do you? Do you I, mean, I, I feel really bad cuz like <laughs> so here's the thing. I've started using an Apple Watch. And um I I wore it for two, two days. I wore it on Monday and I wore it on Tuesday and today is Wednesday. I got into the office. I sat down at my desk, as I do, hooked up my computer, blah, blah, blah. Realized I didn't have my Apple Watch on. Uh-oh. And I was like, dadgummit, I left it at home. Because, like, I find that I use it, and I never thought that I would. Oh, you didn't lose it? Okay, good. No, 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 I didn't lose it. I left it hooked up on the side of my bed. <laughs> that's the start. But Yeah, that's the start. And so... I, hooked, left, I, I left it there, and I kept on noticing, like, I how much I was using it in the past two days. I, I never understood the fascination with watches until today because I, I didn't think I was going to use them. I was like, eh, I've already got an iPhone. It's fine. If I want to look at the clock, I'll take it out of my pocket. Everything that I can do on, you know, my watch, I could do on my phone. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. But I found out that I actually use the Apple watch a good bit. I really enjoyed closing my rings. I enjoyed Ooh. having control of Spotify for my wrist and not yeah. having to take, you know, I in the middle of a meeting, I can reply yeah. to texts. It's it's really really good, and so um, I I plan on continuing to use the Apple Watch. And so you losing your Apple Watch makes me feel very sad for you because now I can say I actually understand how you feel. <laughs> it, it's really cool. Like, well, have you set it up so that it unlocks your computer? I okay, so I haven't yet. And there may be some sort of security policy oh, yeah, um, probably on, so. on my, my company laptop that doesn't let me do it. But I tried turning that on, and it just sat there and spun on me. So I haven't, I haven't figured that out quite yet. Okay. So, But I do have it, yeah, like I said, closing my rings. I really like that, and it also helps me, it helped me track and see how, like, how many calories I'm actually burning during the day. It turns out I'm burning way less than I thought. Interesting. So that's good. You think it's accurate? 
I, I think it's probably fairly accurate considering the fact that it's, it's monitoring my heart rate and okay. it knows how much I'm moving. So I, I think it's probably fairly accurate. It doesn't count weightlifting as exercise, though, interestingly enough. Hmm. Is your heart not getting elevated probably enough not. or something? Okay. Probably not. So, But I give, I give Apple Watches a, a solid 10 out of 10. They're great devices. And I, I have a Watch Series 3. I like oh, have like one that's super, Ooh. super new, and it's still great. Yeah, the 4 and the 5, Ooh, much faster. Really? Oh, yeah. Better waterproofing um, and more expensive. <laughs> yeah, definitely more expensive. But the fact that they brought brought the prices down on the Apple Watch 3, like it, it doesn't cost much to have one of these. Not anymore. That's awesome. Open it up to everybody. Yeah, pretty much. I, speaking of which, I also have a new wristband that I uh, – that I bought. That's probably sitting in my mailbox right now. I need to go and go and check it out. Put that on tomorrow. Cool. Oh, a watch band. Yeah, watch band. Yep, black be, one. Be careful. You get the cheap ones. The they might break. Yeah, you were telling me about that. Didn't you say that you bought a few of them and then they like they broke on you and you dropped, you shattered your your watch? Yeah, I uh, for Mother's Day we were gonna get my wife a whole bunch of these these cheap Chinese watch bands for her watch and then we were going to use her cricket machine and make cool designs and patterns on them and then uh, uh i got her up i think she opened the pink one first and we she was wearing it and then holding a, a child and a foot like barely grazed the watch and it, it unclasped and then it fell straight onto uh with face down right into the uh the concrete and immediately shattered into I guess one piece. It didn't break actually. It was one piece with a bunch of spider webs. So I immediately wow. smiled and said, "I'll fix it." And then got in the car and drove to Best Buy and got her the new one. I just wanted an excuse to get her the new one. There and, you go. Uh, it's it's really nice. It the, the new one's pretty cool. But then I uh, went home and and told her Happy Mother's Day and we we threw away all of the the Chinese ones. Um, we got them on like eBay or something. It's like fifty of them for. For ten dollars or something crazy. Oh like wow! That. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, Apple makes better bands, and uh, I, I need to keep using the Apple stuff. I need to use or Apple or Microsoft or any of the the reputable uh, brands. But... I almost had you. I was about to say. Well, we're going to talk more about that. Okay. <laughs> we're going to yeah, talk more about that. That's my watch dilemmas at the moment. I'll let you know how this one is. It was eight bucks on Amazon. It's just one of them, and it looks just like a you know silicone black yeah. you know. It's supposed to be a little bit bigger because the one that I have is definitely, definitely too small for me. Mm. I have to put it on the biggest setting, and it's still, uh, it's still pretty tight. So when, when you buy the watch, it comes with two bands. I wonder if you just have oh, the small one. Maybe that's yeah, look it. In the I watch need to box. go and look inside the box that Jenny has. Yep. Actually, real time follow up. Give me one second. <laughs> okay. Do 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 do. This is gonna be edited into a faster speed. Do 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 do. Do 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 do. We're about to find out if TJ wasted not too much money, thankfully, but I have the box right here. Alrighty. It'll it's a cool it looking box too. It is a good looking box. Way way longer than I expected for it to yeah. be. Um let's see real fast. Yeah, it's like uh eight or eight to ten inches long and then like two inches wide and about two inches top uh tall. And the watch is laid out there. I don't see it yet. Oh, there it is. Cool. Well, I, I wasted eight bucks, but at least I'll have a different color. Yeah, this one is a, a nicer one. The, the Apple one's really nice. Gotcha. All right. Cool. Well, we'll see how it goes. I'll give that a shot and follow up with you next week. Cool.
What else is happening? Let's see. What else is happening? Not much. Not not much beyond normal normal work stuff. Um beyond that in tech, I've I've been playing some some mobile games, which I don't do very often. Oh, did you get yeah. uh, Apple Arcade yet? I actually haven't gotten Apple Arcade yet, but I've been playing Evo Land. Evo Land. Oh, that's cool. That Yeah. This game. Okay. Yeah, this game is supposed to like show you the evolution of video games like the first level you start off and it's all black and white there's no sound you can only move left and right and then then the next thing you can do is you can move up and down and then you can it turns color and then it starts to add sound and then you could attack monsters and then you can save and just every stage throughout the game it gives you something that we used to get in all these old retro games and so it's really cool and near the end of the game it's all 3d and looks really nice but at the very beginning it felt like some tiny little game boy game but uh, I haven't played it all the way through, but I did like playing it. How long yeah, have you played? I oh sorry, I I haven't been playing that much. I'm about I, I I'm probably not even halfway through it yet. But it's 3D. It's still top down. Oh cool. But um, it has changed to 3D design. Um, it's got a little bit clearer. I have save states and that stuff. I don't know how far it goes. Um, like I I don't know if it's going to get to Breath of the Wild type gameplay or if it's you know going to turn into Super Mario sixty four type gameplay yeah. like I, I don't know so we're, we're gonna see cool we're gonna see so so let's talk about this uh this main topic that that we've been uh, chewing on just thinking about are you talking about foldable phones I'm talking about foldable phones oh my because we had we had I stuff happen it. today who. Yeah, um, okay. Woke up this morning, like, um, it was, uh, yeah, I woke up 6.30 or 7-ish, and I uh, looked at my my, uh, my news feed, and it was talking about this Microsoft Surface event that was going to start at 8 a.m. Mountain Time. So I, uh, you know, started playing as soon as I could, and they released some cool stuff today, man. That they did. They did. Um, I'll be honest with you, I had no idea this was going on. I didn't know until, like, 4, 4 p.m., um, when I check just, you know, my, my normal news sources, just tech news and it turns out, uh, Microsoft did a thing. Um, again, was not expecting it. And I, I had a, a reaction when I saw it, once I realized what it was. Um, uh, but I want to get your thoughts on this. Like, tell me, tell me what you think about this event. Like, what do you think about foldable phones? What okay. do you think about this? Uh, this, this surface Neo. Okay. Um, Let's let's talk about it. I want to get your thoughts. And I, I'll give my I, thoughts, and then we'll we'll hash it back and forth a little bit. I have some thoughts. Um, first of all, I want to talk about just the elephant in the room. They released a phone that's a little bit bigger than our iPhones, a little bit wider, but it's like two phones, and they're on a hinge, so they close like a book, and then you can open it, but it folds all the way back. So you can fold it all the way back and use it like a regular phone, or fold it like a book and then watch a video across it. Um, it's like these other foldable phones that we've been seeing, but this one's made of glass. There's a hinge through the middle of it. And I, I know that you were not a big fan of the hinge, but I have arguments for that. I think it's the, the right move. I think this is, uh, it's gonna be the future. They also released a laptop, a new surface that also is, is the same, the same concept except each side is like nine or 10 inches. So it's like two iPads that you can open and close. So open, it'd be the size of, you know, a 15 inch MacBook laptop and then closed. It's the size of an iPad. 
Oh man, it's so cool. Um, but this, neither of these products will be released this year. I think they're going to wait until uh, next Christmas. So that's a bummer. But they're doing something that that I wish they would have done with Windows Phone, and I think this is a lesson that they learned. They are announcing it right now and releasing software so that developers can start working on this now so that we have a year to get our stuff ready instead of just mic dropping, releasing the new product with no apps, and then uh, you know you get the same problem that Windows Phone had. Um, what do you think? Uh, I Well, I agree for one thing, um, that I'm glad that they're starting with developer support now. Um, it kind of helps with the fact that it's running Android. Um, the fact that it's running Android, I mean, you're going to be able to use Java and Kotlin to build Surface Surface apps now. Yeah. Which I think is pretty interesting. I'm curious to see what they do in regards to making sure that Windows and Android continue to work pretty good together. Um, because we have so many advantages being on the Apple platform that everything just kind of connects. Everything just kind of works together. You pop out yeah. um, ear, uh, AirPods, it just connects, it just works. Um, you take a new Apple Watch, take it out of the box, the connection process, pairing it is super simple. I want to make sure that my Windows phone, essentially my Surface, when I get a text, I see it on Windows. And I know that they're starting to make, like, they. I, I'll be honest with you, I don't really know exactly what that looks like today with Android and Windows. I think that they have some solution for it, um, kind of like we do on Mac OS, but I, I honestly have not played with Windows 10 in over, over a year, probably a year and a half now. Um, so we'll see what that looks like. I am glad to see Microsoft come back and release a phone because I think you and I discussed either it was last episode or the episode before that, that I used to be a Windows phone user. Oh, I've yeah. had three Windows phones. I had a Samsung Focus S, and I had two Lumia Windows phones, and I loved it. So we will see what what this looks like. Uh, but like you said, I, I am not a fan of the hinge. Um, when I saw the first picture of this, uh, there's a Surface Neo. What's the phone called? Uh, Surface Duo. The Surface Duo. I looked at the like the flavor of Android that they have running, which I'm curious as to what they're going to call that. Are they going to call that Windows, or are they going to call it Android? Oh, no, it's Android. They're going to straight up call it Android. Okay. Yeah, they're partnering with Google. It looks really good. Like, their launcher yeah. looks really nice. Because Microsoft has a launcher right now for Android that yes. you can go and install. It doesn't look that good, in my opinion. Relative to, like, the Google, like, stock launcher, mm-hmm. the Microsoft launcher looks clunky. It doesn't really... It, it just doesn't float my boat. But this looks really good. Yeah. It looks really good. The hinge, I can't, I, I, like, my thing is I don't, I personally don't think foldable phones are the future. I think that they're a gimmick. I don't understand them. You said um, foldable phones are not the future or mobile phones are not the future? F- foldable phones. I don't see them being the future. I think that they're not as durable as just a single screen phone. Uh-huh. Um, I don't understand why you would use it or how you would use it relative to just using a, a computer because we've tried like the tablet thing and uh-huh. it could be argued that that didn't work. Um, I mean, people still use them, but not to the degree that we thought they were going to. Yeah. It, it seems to very much be laptops and, you know, phones. And I mean, personally, I think watches as well. Um, but <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm, I'm curious to see, to see where it goes. Um, but I, I, I'm not incredibly optimistic, if I'm being honest. 
have you been following uh the the samsung galaxy fold drama yes. that's happened over the last year yes and that's why i'm not optimistic so like what was it uh earlier this year like in april um, samsung released the galaxy fold to a bunch of reviewers and within days like the screen started breaking and like dust got behind the screen but the technology on the foldable phone that they did um it was a plastic screen because it actually has to fold and what Microsoft's doing here is different. It's two, it looks like two phones with Gorilla Glass. So you have the durability. You have yep. the waterproofing. You ha- I don't know if it's waterproof, but you, you have the, the, the stronger seal than you would compared to the, the Galaxy Fold. So it is like two devices. I don't know how you would put a case on it, but mm, that hinge is, is so good. When you're using your computer, do you ever snap windows side by side or do you always let them go freeform? I always let them go freeform. Okay. But that's because I'm on Mac OS. Like, I don't have a custom window manager. When I was using Windows, I would put them side by side. When you have two monitors, do you fill up both screens or do you leave one empty and fill up just your main screen? Generally, I use, if if I have two screens going, and sometimes I do, but I find that I'm less productive when I have two. Um, I will put my terminal on one and then X, Xcode is full screen on or whatever, like, IDE I'm using is full screen on the main and then it's almost always just a terminal on the other. Are they both always full screen? The terminal generally not because what I'll do is have my terminal and my simulator side by side. Okay. Okay. But you're filling up the pixels on that other screen. Generally, yes. Yeah. I think a, a problem I've seen is if I set up three or four monitors, I get this this internal feeling that I have to fill them up or I'm going to waste them. So I start putting weird stuff on them. Like this is a full screen of Google just in case I need a Google. And this is my email just in case I need to check my email. But whenever I'm constrained in screen size, I will focus and just have the one thing that I'm doing at a time until I get to points where I need two things at once. And then I'm every time that that happens, I have this problem where I'm trying to like, like not perfectly, but like align them up so that I get both screens up in like a, a good position where they're both like full height and then each half width. So it, my normal workflow, I think this would be awesome. Like I'm, I always want to force it to a specific size. And I think having the hinge there forces you to do that. It messes up video playing though. You're going to have that hinge in the way, or you can only, you know, play the video on half the screen, but I don't think it's going to be a problem. You don't think so? Cause that's something I thought about as well. Like, you're only going to be able to watch video on screen. But, I mean, I guess if you fold the other screen back, you know, that would work. Yeah. You can use, like, a stand. That's another problem I have with, with like, a tablet. I don't have a good stand for my iPad. And this would be, you know, you just fold it to an L shape and use part of the the device as its own uh, stand. Or turn it to, like, True. a TP mode. And then two people can watch it on different sides of the table. True. True. Man, I... Oh, I'm I'm excited. If this re- if Apple doesn't release something like this before December of next year, I'm probably going to grab one of these, especially the phone. The the computer though. Oh, that Neo. That, did you watch that that courier video from like 10 years ago? Yes, and we'll actually put that in the show notes for for everybody else to watch. Um the courier man, that thing was a that was going to be a well, it's it's kind of funny though because Microsoft is coming back and re-releasing the courier. Most of the time, Microsoft comes out with a thing themselves that's going to be the future, and then Apple comes along and just kind of takes it. 
Yep. Um, but now Microsoft's coming back. They're like, oh, we're giving this another shot. Because I remember when the Courier was canceled, they were just like, nope, we're not doing this anymore. Um, but the Courier was, it, it, it could have been something really cool. But I'm curious just to know, what was the reason? Why did they cancel it? Oh, it was, they announced it right before the iPad and they canceled it around the time of the iPad. Um, gotcha. I don't think it had enough horsepower. They didn't have the, didn't have apps. It was just a concept. It needed the operating system behind it. I don't think Windows 8 wasn't ready yet. They were still in Windows Vista, uh, maybe early Windows 7. Mm-hmm. So it, it, we just didn't have the, the tech back then, the battery life, all of these things that are important now. And we have them now. Yeah, that's true. I think so now they ahead. can actually do the courier. Yeah, it was ahead of its time. Um, the pen is interesting, too. In the video of the Microsoft event, they show using a, a pen on both the phone and then the laptop, the the Neo. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So here's my thing. Uh huh. You're you're talking about pre-ordering this uh at least the Surface Duo. Uh huh. How is that going to fit in with your ecosystem? Oh uh, yeah. Like you are a Macintosh user, you're right. an iOS developer. Yes. You have an iPad, a really nice iPad. I really like your iPad. <laughs> Thanks. Um. Apple TVs, how are you going to reconcile adding a Windows device to your ecosystem? How is, it, like, how is that going to affect your perception of the product when you can't connect it to your other devices as easy? Well, hmm. okay. So part of my, my journey lately has been trying to build my own cloud or you know come up with some ecosystem. And what's interesting about this device, because it's built on Android, because Microsoft has a partnership with Google and they're going to have the Play Store on there, all of Google's first-party apps are going to be on there. And if they're not, it's crazy, but I'm pretty confident I'm going to be able to get Google Drive and, and Google Keep and all of these Google apps on this device. So as far as like my ecosystem, I think it's all going to be there as long as I'm using Google on both the iOS devices and then this. Um, but you're right. Like I'm going to miss out on stuff like AirPlay. I'm going to miss out on stuff like uh, um, it's not Continuum. What, uh, whatever the technology is on the Mac and the phone where I can share a clipboard between the two or if I open a document, it'll run across them. But, right. but what I'm thinking, though, if you only have one device, if this is your post-PC device and I want to you know, connect this up to a monitor, keyboard, or mouse and use this as a, as a computer, because it, I mean, it, surely it's as fast as those Raspberry Pis we were talking about. Oh, surely, yeah. Could this be, you know... A, a lightweight computer, and then I wouldn't need to use the MacBook if unless I'm doing work. Um, I could use this as my consumption device or my do my taxes or spreadsheets or anything I wanted to when I'm at home and just use this as my primary device. And then it folds in my pocket, but I can unfold it and have a much better experience, a tablet size experience, and then fold it, put it in my pocket and go. I, I think that might be worth it. Very possible. I'm I'm just thinking like I'm I'm being quiet because I'm just thinking about what it's going to be like to use it because that is a very good use case. Like you're going to be able to get more work done on that Surface Duo than I would be able to on my iPhone. Right. But my question is is well, it's not really a question. It's just I will have to see what it's like in person because what is like how often will I realistically want to do work on a device that size as opposed to just pulling my laptop out. Interesting. Interesting. You know, because right. if I have a 13 inch MacBook pro, 
chances are if I want to do my taxes, if I want to write uh -huh. that email, I probably am just going to pull out like my MacBook Pro. Absolutely. It's right there. Absolutely. Um, if I want to play Evo Land, like I'm probably going to pull out my iPhone. Okay. Now, one of the comparisons, it's kind of funny because as I was watching this live stream on YouTube, people were comparing it to like the Nintendo DS, and it kind of does look like a Nintendo yeah. DS. It's a very similar size. Gaming could be pretty interesting on this little thing. Like that would like that's where I'm kind of interested. What does gaming look like on the Surface Duo? Um, I'm not really sure. I'm I'm really not sure. I'm gonna have to see one in person. Now I'm very curious though as to they pulled out what looked to be like a fully functional Surface Duo and a fully functional Surface Neo. We're not getting them for another year. Right. That's what's confusing me because when when Apple comes out, you know, they show us the iPhone 11, they show us the latest MacBooks, and those things are usually out fairly quick. These things look pretty polished. Yeah, like they didn't look like there's and like how hard is it to skin Android, give it a new launcher, and voila. So I'm curious as to why they're taking so long to release these to the public. Okay, I have thoughts. Okay, let's hear it. Okay, um, first of all, it, they learned a lesson from Windows Phone. You need apps, you need developers, you need people to be excited. When the first iPhone came out, it was, we saw the rubber band scrolling. We saw full web pages that you could pinch and zoom. We have never been able to do that on our terrible little phones before. And so seeing that got the developers so excited. They announced the iPhone, I think it was six months before it was even available to purchase. They didn't have the ability to make apps for another year. So it's a year and a half that developers had to uh, come up with ideas and come up with with uh, use cases for the iPhone. Now, yes. granted, it's it's a decade later. We've matured. We know what apps we want, um, and businesses have already invested and have developers that can build their apps. But is the one year period enough to get people on board and get developers building things, or is it early enough that if they decide there's not enough interest? Midway through, they can cancel it a little quieter, and it's okay because we've we've already forgotten it. I don't know. At the moment, I'm super excited because it's Android, and right now, if you're in mobile development, there's always I mean, there's two platforms you're going to hit: iOS and Android. And mm, man, this just looks tasty. It means all of the current Android apps will probably work for it. It'll mean developers have new options to try to take advantage of two screens. But if your app doesn't support two screens, it's just a standard Android app. It would just fill up one screen. Um, yeah. There's a lot of options here. It just definitely. Uh, I'm excited. That, so that's, that is the thing though. It's like, I, I'm afraid that the one year is like, I, I want to see this thing. I want to be able to go to Best Buy and look at this. I want to go to Microsoft store and look at this. Uh huh. I, I am afraid that a year is going to be so long. Like, I, I don't feel like we're going to be talking about this in April, you know, um, just because there's going to be a lot of other things that happen between now and then. That's just ha that's that's not even halfway yet. Yeah, that's true. We're, but we're talking about holiday 2020. Have you My looked kid's at going to be six months, uh, past <laughs> six months old then? <laughs> have you looked at these other foldable phones? Because Google's now supporting, I think they call it like a two screen mode or something or dual screen. But they've built this technology in their SDK so that you can your app can support and automatically snap to two different sides. And all the other companies are doing it. So Samsung's building the Fold. Um, and then I, we can put in the link in the show notes. But uh, Huawei has the Mate X, which is another way to do a foldable phone where instead of folding inside like a book, 
if you can imagine the book cover as the screen and you unfold the book so that the cover goes full width and you're like looking at the the cover as the screen and then you can fold it closed and have a a, a narrower uh, something narrower that would display the phone and then the back is just darkened um, it, it's a different way to do it but oh man the hinge to me is is it these these other things if you have to make them out of plastic or you have to have some type of bendable glass i don't see bendable glass working i, I no, just i can't. completely agree we've had glass for a long time and you don't see bendable glass in cars um so i don't i don't see that part working but yeah i, I don't see that working the hinge that gives me options as long as they're not like a big bump or a big bezel or something i need to be able to slide my finger and drag and drop between two different screens um that could be done really well. I'm just, I'm just, I'm, ex- I'm excited. I was like this on day one for the Galaxy Fold as well. So, you know, the next one will come out and I'll be chasing that. But uh, as of today, this Microsoft one, it's behind, it's backed by Microsoft. It's, uh, it's just really exciting. No, that's true. And you know, here's the thing: like, I want nothing more than for Microsoft to succeed. I am a Microsoft fanboy at heart. I love Microsoft with the stuff that they're doing with open source. It's great. I yeah. love it. Windows 10 is solid. I wished I wished that they had not killed Windows Phone because had they not killed Windows Phone, I'd probably still be using it. Um, I, I mean, I regularly use an Xbox. Microsoft hardware, Microsoft software generally works very, very well, especially on Microsoft. Like if you combine the two and they're like you're running Microsoft software and Microsoft hardware, it's it's as good as Mac OS. It's really like not bad at all. Occasionally, you'll run into some hitches that you don't run into, I guess, on Mac OS just because Windows has it's 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 a little bit older, and so running like if you're trying to do something a little bit weird, like you might run into some problems that you just don't run into on Mac OS because Mac OS doesn't there there is no such thing as like legacy support of anything on Mac OS. <laughs> um, we support things back at least six months. Exactly, at least six months. If I want to run a Windows 3.1 app on Windows 10, I probably yeah. could do it. Yeah, that's true. You know, fair. Um, so, but no, Windows 10 is great, man. I, I love Windows 10. And so I hope that, I hope this thing is successful. I just want to get, I, I want to get my hands on it and start playing around with it now. Yeah. Like You don't I, want I, it to be clunky. You don't want it to, to no. feel uh, janky. Um, and it gives them another year to do it. Another thing we didn't see, it, we didn't see him actually doing anything with it. We saw it turned on. So, I mean, it could be a static image and a battery in that cool glass case. We don't know. But they got a year to, to work on it. That's right. Yep, they got a year to work on it. And I'm I'm happy and not happy about the fact that it runs Android. I'm happy about the, that it runs Android because that means that I'm not going to go through the pain that I went through with Windows Phone where all of a sudden my friends yeah. are using these apps that I can't right. use because they're just not on Windows Phone. I remember when Instagram came out for Windows Phone, and it was a great moment because we hadn't had it for so long. Right. Um, we're going to get all of these great apps that we did not have before on Windows Phone, and we're going to have them on day one. Yep. You know, so I'm excited about that. I'm not excited about it being Android because you and I have talked about it, the, the fact that I, I just got off of Android. I had a Pixel 3a XL. Yes. And it had it, it, it had some places where it did shine over iOS, but ultimately, like, I went, ended up back on iOS because it, it's more stable and apps don't feel as clunky. So I'm curious to see how Microsoft makes Android feel at home in the Microsoft ecosystem and not be clunky, like be elegant, like the other Microsoft devices and software. Um, I don't know. I'm curious to see. I'm, I'm, I, I'm curious to see. I really wish it wasn't holiday 2020 because I want to go play with it now. 
no, I'm with you. I, I'm, I'm excited. But it also means that other companies are going to do the same style. So you're, you're going to have competition. It's going to happen immediately. They're, you're going to start seeing devices in the next six months that have this this two screen design, both you know both sides made out of glass, be some Huawei clone or something. It's going to happen quick. We need a couple things here. All everyone but Apple uses Android. So Amazon, a trillion dollar company. They back Android, they have Kindle Fire. Google, I don't think it's a trillion dollar company yet, but huge owns Google or owns um, Android and, and Chrome and all of those. Um, then you have Microsoft, another trillion dollar company. It's backing Android now. And then you just have Microsoft or I'm sorry, then you just have Apple there with iOS. And iOS has a, a stronghold in the US, but not internationally. So Android's being set up, like we talked about desktop Linux, like this is, this is it. Like if you can get developers excited, if you can get the CEOs of all these companies to use Android instead of iOS, then they will put more money or, or resources towards their Android engineers if the data says. So I'm making assumptions here, but if the data says that customers are using Android and the CEOs are using Android, we're going to have better apps. I guarantee it. Um, if the if the CEO is using iOS, then they're not going to be as concerned if their Android offering has bugs. So I'm I'm con- I'm wondering if uh, some of those apps that you were mentioning, Slack and and Instagram, and, and if any of the the listeners work at Instagram or Slack, feel free to come on in. We'll we will uh, interview we'll talk you. With you. We'll, we'll talk. Yeah, we'll talk. We'll talk. I'm I'm curious if their CEOs or their decision makers or senior leadership are rocking Android. Um, devices in their pocket or if they're running iOS because the iOS one was solid and I think there's a correlation completely agree I'm uh, it's going to be an exciting next 10 years um, yeah. just to see where how things play out and see where iOS and Android are it's going to be an exciting two years like it's things are moving fast we're going to see how it plays out the other thing I was thinking about while I'm watching this is the guy who's talking uh, Penos Panay this the speaker from Microsoft. I've only seen him speak, I don't know, half a dozen times, and it's always at like Surface events or hardware events for Microsoft. But I love his presentation style. Oh my gosh! Like I haven't seen when he starts getting into this nerdy spec stuff, and he'll talk about like the height of it and the and how it emotionally affects you and the flow and everything just runs on, and you you start to get this the I, I the, we call it the reality distortion field from. Steve Jobs was was alive. I I feel like I'm getting that when he's speaking. Like he gets me really excited about Microsoft. Like right now I'm talking about dropping a grand or two grand on this phone that doesn't exist yet just because I saw the presentation. Like that is incredible. That I'm I'm excited that we have more tech presenters at that quality. I'm I'm not seeing that right now with um, with Apple at their presentations. I just don't get that feeling like I used to, but I'm starting to get it with this guy. Yeah, definitely not. He was a very good presenter. Very, very good. Got me excited. got me thinking. Um, yeah. And I, I haven't seen that in a very long time. I completely agree. Completely. He, he has this, these analogies that are, are so vivid in your mind and, and you start to, to think and, and, imagine yourself using the product and the vocabulary that he uses. And then he uses timing and, and pauses right 
at the right time. And you, you get enough enough time between the things that he's saying that you want to speak for him or you want to um you 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 start to get excited and you don't see a lot of other presenters do that. They tend to to go quicker and and just run through the the specs, but he it, it seems rehearsed and I really respect that. So I I just I just like watching him. He he was very good to watch. I I loved it. Shane. Yes. Let's talk about your wallet. <laughs> time, it's time for the pick of the week. <laughs> okay. Whew, okay. I am now 10. Um, I have been <laughs> trying to find the right wallet. And I had this uh, carbon fiber like credit card case. And it was like two pieces of carbon fiber with a rubber band around it. And I put all my credit cards in there. I only have like, I don't know, six to eight cards. I have you know, badges for work and Costco cards. And I don't know, just, just a couple cards. But I don't want to carry a giant wallet. So I got the, I was telling everybody that I got the, the book book case for the phone uh, last week. And that case has, you know, three or four card slots on it. And it's awesome. But every time I close it, it puts all these smudges on the screen of my phone. So that was annoying me. And it was thick. It was real big in my pocket. So I started thinking, well, maybe I'll, I'll slim down and go back to a regular wallet. And so I'm looking at all these wallets and I get overwhelmed and the prices just keep going up and up and up. And I've seen my wallets after years and they get like all discolored and frayed and they like, I don't know, this leather, it's just a really worn out leather wallet. So I was thinking, well, what would the military use? So I start looking at looking at military and tactical wallets mm-hmm. and I end up with like some like military waterproof, like really strong, uh, nylon wallet with Velcro, of course. So like nothing will fall out, but I feel like I'm 10 cause like, I'm going to buy a sandwich and you hear Velcro open and I pull out my, my $5. So I got this little wallet and then I got this, uh, this little clip and I've modified it. I'm going to post a picture, but I've modified this, this little cheap clip to allow me to unclip my keys for my wallet. So now I'm going to have, um, my, my car key, and my house key attached to my wallet in my right pocket. And then with my AirPods in the watch pocket, and then in the left pocket, I'll have the phone. But now I will have the wallet and the keys always together. I will never wash them because I, you know, I don't wash my keys. Like I, and it's big enough that I won't miss it in the pocket. But it's all together. So when I leave the house, I only have to grab three things: this ten, you know, ten-year-old wallet. Maybe I should rename it this this Velcro wallet with my keys, my AirPods, and my phone. So that's my my pick of the week is this uh, little ten-dollar wallet from Amazon. And I'll post a link below. If you ever want to have some good quality um, items of choice, just Google for a military (laughs) tactical gear version of that thing. And God bless America. Because this thing (laughs) looks amazing and I'm buying one. Everyday carry is what uh, you you want to search for. It's really, really lightweight. But I I, I do feel like I'm 10. But it's it's Velcro and nothing's going to fall out. With no. my my cool modern carbon fiber card things, it was very easy for something to get knocked out. So, which color do you have? Oh, black. That's that's the one I got. Black. I think I'm gonna get that one as well. Because yeah. I have a a leather. Um, it was it wasn't expensive, but it wasn't cheap wallet. Yeah. Um, it was probably about about thirty bucks. I believe Jenny bought it for me a while back. It's starting to look a little bit funky, so it's yeah. time for a replacement. Um, and and this looks this looks awesome. I'm I'm. 
the one that I have right now, it's very difficult to get cash into like yeah. the top fold. Yep. Um, it, it's incredibly tight and because it's made of leather, everything kind of sticks. Yeah. And it's a little bit funky. Oh, <laughs> you can't um, pull out your ID because it's sticking to that, that clear. Yeah. I'm with you. Exactly. Yeah, exactly that. It sticks to the clear thing. Um, so this looks like everything's going to, you know, come out smoothly, but not be, you know, stuck in there and, but not so loose that it's going to fall out. Yeah. So, you just look uh, like a 10 year old when you're pulling out your Velcro and, and paying for something, but I could just do Apple pay if they'll take it. That's true. And I, and listen, 10, 10 years old, that was a good time in my life. I don't mind reliving <laughs> good memories. that. Good memories, man. All right. My pick of the week is talk about like 10 year olds, uh, <laughs> is uh call of duty mobile. It came, came out, out yesterday. Nice. Yes, it came out yesterday. Um, it's pretty good. I'll give it that. I've played. I'm, I think I'm a level level six or level seven, which isn't ridiculously high, but I've been playing it fairly consistently. Um, it's the first first person shooter that I played on mobile that doesn't have the wonkiest controls known to mankind. Are um, you using the screen? It, yes, you use. I, I've been using the screen. Oh. Yeah, and, and again, like they're, the controls aren't bad. Like I've played a, a few FPSs on, you know, like the iPad and older iPhones before in my time, and they were all just the controls were very, very, very strange. Um, one of the things Fortnite did back when it first came out on mobile made it so that when you aim at somebody, it just automatically shoots, yeah. so you don't have to like thumb around for a you know button to press. And this game does the same thing, which makes it much easier to play. Um, the maps are old school Call of Duty maps. A lot of them from like the original Modern Warfare, Black Ops. Um, it plays similarly to Black Ops Four, um, if that means anything. And overall, is a good game. My only qualm with it is the first ten minutes you play it is it, it is terrible because you have this guided tutorial on uh. how to buy like packs and gun skins and all this the in-app purchases yeah. and you have to tap through so much before you can just be like all right i'm done i don't care about upgrading my weapon i just want to play another multiplayer game yeah and i i had to do that for like 10 minutes while the servers were kind of flaky because it was the first day and i kept getting kicked out and having to go through it again um so i wish that they would take that out and give us like if we actually want to spend money on something give us a good reason to spend money on it make it worth our while don't don't bombard me with reasons that i don't want to spend any money on it because i just absolutely hate it to walk through on how to buy stuff like i don't want to give activision any more money than i've already given them if but you work for activision great game uh let us know and we will interview you okay, we, mo- we will because <laughs> i think that I, I think that most employees probably feel the same way it's you know not the actual people who are doing it uh, from what i hear like the folks who are working on modern warfare are kind of playing dug war with activision because activision wants to do things that the infinity war doesn't want to do so we'll see but overall great game go download it it's free cool um, i believe that it has controller support i actually haven't tried on controller support because i haven't had to because i've enjoyed playing it with the screen because you guys did a great job making controls for a uh first person shooter on mobile nice i like it i will I like download it, it and uh, try to skip all those tutorials sounds good and i'm gonna be buying this wallet nice well sounds good man i uh i have one thing to say what's that podcasts are hard podcasts are hard but i've enjoyed this episode man it's been pretty good man it's been good we uh had some good discussions we uh had some good picks of the week we kept it uh we didn't we didn't ramble too much we uh we, i think i think this one's really good yeah I'm, I'm pretty pleased with it i will uh i'll see you next week man sounds good man have a good night all right yep you too <laughs>